with a no fly list. Um, as, as far as the no fly list, no fly list, no fly list. If you want that list, that list, list. The most problematic thing is, is that any, any, anyone can be under the investigation of the FBI. FBI, FBI. FBI, FBI. And I know that something really good is going to come out of all of this. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another season of the No Fly List uh, podcast, where we talk to comedians, artists, and other interesting and cool people of color. I'm Athir, your longtime host. Uh, and today, I want to introduce my new co-host, uh, who you have heard on a previous episode, my friend and yours, Sabine Sadiq. Hey, everyone. Happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to say, but uh, this is really cool. Uh, we are... Today, we're uh, interviewing a good friend of mine, uh, Mehreen Jabbar, who is a Pakistani-American director, um, and I just worked with her on a web series, and we're really excited to have her on today. Oh, she was so cool. She is, like, yeah. who I want to be. Uh, I want to be her, like, yeah. Badass, uh, I with parents that respect her mm-hmm. and uh, respect her career. I don't know what that's like, um, but <laughs> we will get into that. And she yeah. grew up in Pakistan. Came, you know, was a pioneer of the filmmaking industry when there was barely mm-hmm. any women, especially you know Muslim women um, in in that field. So we talk a lot about that kind of get into like the differences between you know like film and comedy and some of the overlap between what we both do. Yeah, a little bit of dating. A little bit of dating, <laughs> a lot, of, yeah, which is really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but before we get to Mahreen's episode, we want to get to our segment, the No Fly List, No Fly List. And this is where we talk about people who we think should be on the No Fly List instead of innocent brown people like ourselves. You know, it's kind mm-hmm. of our shit list. Um, so Sabine, uh, yeah. who do we have this week for No Fly List? Well, when you asked me who we should nominate for this, I immediately, like, my my just everything pointed to to Pete Davidson. Um, I just, <laughs> okay. his name just, like, popped into my head, and I was like, Sabine, why do we dislike him right now? And I was like, stop pissing off Kanye, okay? Mm. Stop dating his ex-wife. How about, you know— Stop dating everybody. Get out of here. Just <laughs> and date out. us, okay? Date me, Pete Davidson. What? Do- <laughs> Come on. No, I don't want Pete Davidson. Are you kidding me? I don't me? want him either. Ugh. But I'll... I'll I, I mean, guess, he's kind of hot, but like, no. Yeah. yeah I, I won't date him unless he asks me. <laughs> okay? Absolutely. There Until go. then, That's he's great. not allowed to fly. <laughs> he has to hitchhike his way. I guess now he has yeah. a ferry that he bought so he can use that Staten Island ferry to he get around. He's got it too easy right now, you know? He needs to walk more. He I needs mean, to he's walk. He's very thin, so if he does walk... I mean, I hope he carries on some protein bars, but like, you know... yeah. So Pete Davidson, sure. stop dating Kim Kardashian. Yeah, yeah, stop. Okay, let her and it's Kanye, off Kanye be let... divorced. Don't be <laughs> a <laughs> Stay out of their broken marriage, yes, okay? stay out. Find somebody else to date and swoop in on some other older woman, which is funny thinking of Kim as older so just funny. because, like— She's not. not. She's young She's and older than him. Yeah. Which is fine. 
which oh, yeah. is fine. Oh, no, yeah. no. I think it's great, actually. I think that part is great because mm-hmm. uh, men always date younger women. So when I see, like, a woman dating a younger guy, which I actually don't get to be only because younger men are, I mean, men are immature. So to date a younger guy just seems even crazier. It does. It does feel kind of crazy. I mean, I've dated some younger guys. It's a struggle. It's like... You know, you got to change their diaper. You got to feed them. <laughs> you got to see oh. what formula they're not allergic to. <laughs> it's like a whole thing. But men are babies is what we're saying, especially uh, like if you're dating someone who's like under 30 or 20. It's hard. Yeah. Between 25 and they're not grown up. 30. Yet. They're still they're not done yet. Yeah. You got to let them stay in the oven. Uh, I'm I'm just sitting here thinking like okay done. like Priyanka Chopra like she what who is she dating she's dating a Jonas she's married to a Jonas brother oh my uh, god no one should Joe Jonas date or, or something and he's way younger yeah. there's like a ten year age gap I think so and there I was like how that dynamic Moore, works. Ashton Kutcher but then they got yeah. I used to have such a crush on Ashton and oh I was like god. Demi don't take my man yeah. <laughs> but then they got divorced and I was like oh thank it's like, god. yes he's available <laughs> do you ever do this thing that's where that's how I feel about uh, Chris Evans I think he's uh, single and I'm like you better stay that way right do you ever look <laughs> like up a celebrity and exactly and you're like oh too bad they're married or oh too bad they're yeah. gay and it's like wait like that was For the thing sure. stopping us oh yeah and then I together? oh my god there's so many celebrities where I'd be like I would like look them up and be like how how like taller short they are and I'm like oh he's 5'7 damn it oh you it. reject never them work. you're like never, yeah I would reject guys that don't know me <laughs> celebrities specific well there's this like Turkish singer Tarkan who I used to listen to in middle school and he's so hot he was like Turkey's like pop star and um, he's like 5'7 I googled him and I was like oh, we'll never be together like, well I used to have a huge crush on Matt Bomer from White Collar the show no one watched oh, I don't even know that he's so hot and then I looked him up and he was gay and I was like really oh, bummed out like so really sad. bummed out <laughs> like ruined your week we were so close to being together <laughs> if he wasn't a celebrity and More that didn't know me gay. and yeah. was gay like we were so Such close we were so freaking close um but yeah I Pete Davidson mm-hmm. um just wrecking I'm everything so sorry dude you're on the no fly list I guess so I yeah. guess you can't fly yeah this is official yeah get walking buddy <laughs> get some comfortable <laughs> shoes buddy because you're gonna yeah. be walking all right all right <laughs> Who am I now? Um, <laughs> um, but yes, and until then, uh, give Pete Davidson a ride, maybe if you see him. And listen to Mahreen because she's a badass. She's amazing. And hope you guys enjoy. And welcome to enjoy. my new co-host, Sabine. Thank you. Welcome, Mahreen. Thank you. Thank you. I, that's a lot of exci- a lot of energy <laughs> I came in. We just- Honestly, I think we needed it. That was good. <laughs> we needed it. Yes. Yes. We were locked out of the studio for a bit. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We were going to set up camp. It's true yeah. Brown style. But <laughs> yeah, we started like 20 minutes late. That's, of course. That's, that's how that's we I told her. Like, we're on brand. <laughs> yeah. So it's so nice to have you. This is my first time meeting you. And I know you and Sabine yeah. worked on a project together, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been super, super cool. Uh, yeah. Me and Mehreen, um, she, she did a project called um, Seven Days in Col- Coney Island. And I got to act in it, and our friend Isa got to act in it too. Yeah, so. shout out Isa, uh, previous guest and my mm-hmm. creative partner. I love all the, you know, it is true. All brown women do know each other. Okay, <laughs> there, you, even in New York, even yes. in especially, yeah. yeah, especially in New York. I feel like, but it was funny because, yeah, I mean, the way we get introduced to each other is people like, oh, do you know this person? That I, oh, you're Palestinian. Do you know this mm-hmm. Pakistani comedian? <laughs> yeah. It's like. I'm um, not the same, but yes. <laughs> but yes, I, I know her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how long have you been in New York? 
Uh, I think it's now close to 18 years. Wow. Yeah. Okay, you beat both of Okay, you just mm. moved here. I, I just moved 13 here years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> six months, right? It's yeah. been six months yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. She's basically a New Yorker, though. I feel like it. I have a car here, so it's like, you know. Yeah. But you moved from Chicago. Yeah. Okay, okay well, we <laughs> don't It's not a long commute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not. Uh, but no, we're so excited to have you on the podcast, Mahreen. Uh, just a little intro for her. She's like this, like, totally badass director from Pakistan and she's like the coolest person ever and now you've been you've been doing stuff everywhere like you've been directing um mostly like what are what are the what projects do you work on mostly like is it like web series short films or like you've done a lot I have done multiple I mean I'm a dinosaur I started you know when there was tape Wow. What is that? What uh, tape, is that? Tape is, what is <laughs> Have you ever heard of Umatic or Betacam? Or okay, mini now DVs. I really don't know. Okay. Oh, no. This is <laughs> yeah. a real industry. Yeah, you're, okay. you're interviewing a really a fossilized human being. Not at all. No. So I, I started off with television, uh, TV serials. Uh, okay. I've done a couple of feature films. And now, mostly in the last two, three years, I've done web series because that's the new platform, right? It's yeah. all OTT. And uh, so that's where I've been concentrating. But I'm getting back to television again. Got it. In two months. Yeah. Very cool. And then the thing that we we um, that I'm acting in that you said that's going to be on Green TV, which yes. I've never heard of that. So that's like a new thing. Me too. It's okay. launching. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, yeah, I've never heard of it the first time. <laughs> it's a new channel that's going to uh, launch in April okay. uh, in South Asia. Yes. So hopefully we'll all see it soon. Mm. There's a lot of projects that are being made for it in the last two years. Okay. So yeah, they have a good bunch of. Uh, product and I, I guess yeah when, once they launch then uh, we'll see Seven Days in Coney Island hopefully which is a three part series so it's not a long yeah. it's a limited series got it that's so exciting so um, how god I'm sure you get you know it's funny because like as comedians we get asked these questions like how did you get into comedy and you're like god if <laughs> yeah. I have to answer this question one more time what's the most but- annoying question you've been asked that you're like okay I'm exactly done. that okay you're, but, I, but I'll answer it <laughs> it is the Thank worst you. question but I guess for a podcast you're like what what do you ask like you gotta you gotta okay give us do you have like a, a spiel or a rundown? Yeah, that yeah. You have I've been saying that for the last 25 years. I'll just oh, give okay, you the same good. spiel. Love it. Give us the spiel. I'm ready. <laughs> so my parents uh, own, owned an ad agency. Move the and, mic down uh, a little towards you. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. So they owned an ad agency and I kind of got my first introduction there. So after college, I used to go and intern in the ad agency, but I just hated advertising so much. So I begged them, please don't let me do this. I want to tell stories. That's how I got into it. And I think the reason I actually did, I was extremely shy growing up. And I wanted to tell other people's stories. And that was my escape. Interesting. Yeah. So this started in Pakistan? Mm-hmm. Okay. And they owed an ad agency. That's not a very, uh, I guess, typical, right? Like It's more of, creative. For it's, like, yeah. I feel like know, our people family. are yeah, more. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, my father's Strip. also been in the industry. He made uh, Pakistan's first English language film in what? 1973. I was a child there. I oh had one shot in it. And then he made uh, multiple documentaries. So, yeah, I grew up in that environment. So it was easy for me to kind of just get into it. Yeah, it wasn't were, that struggle. Right. You know? They were like, just be creative. We're already creative. Exactly. That's so cool. What was your first shot? Like, what did you, what were you doing in the movie? In the <laughs> oh, I was playing the harmonium. I think I was uh, oh. two years old. 
Oh it's on God. YouTube. You should watch it, by the way. I want to ah! see it. I want to see Baby Mary. <laughs> that is so cool. She's like, that's the first and last time I'll be on camera. <laughs> yes. She I know. told me, she was like, I do not want to be in front of the camera. Thank She's you like, for, I... yeah, we were subjecting you to this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, iPhone is okay, I think, and it's far away. It's not a close-up. Yeah, not a close-up. Yeah. I, got, I got you. I it always seems that way. Like, filmmakers are like, I just want to be behind the lens and mm -hmm. not in front of it. Exactly, because you know what the camera can do. It can pick up every damn thing. Mm. Every expression, every mole, every zit. That's and, true. Yeah. yeah. I've had a zit this week, you guys. I just <laughs> want you to know I'm, I'm a little self-conscious <laughs> about it. <laughs> but now uh, I'm definitely self-conscious about it. <laughs> You're well, like, no, we notice everything. <laughs> on, let's talk about it now. Yeah. Does um, it. So telling other people's stories, um, that's so interesting because I think to us it's such a it's a different thing with stand-up. It's harder for me to wrap my head around because we're like, no, I want to tell my story. Like, I want to talk about me. So what is it that drives you to want to tell other people's stories and what kind of stories do you want to tell? I think it's, I mean, stories are generally, you know, it, the human experience is pretty common around the world. Uh, even though we are different, we live in different countries, speak different languages, but the human experience is generally the same. We love, we hate, we feel betrayed, you know, things like that. So it's, um, I want to tell stories that just move me. I don't think I've ever cared for what the audience wants, mm. really. Whatever moves me at certain time in my life. Mm -hmm. And I've been telling stories for now 26 years now. So it's a lot. So it keeps changing. So I, right now I want to do psychological thrillers, for example. Which I, I love haven't done. psychological yes. thrillers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, okay. So then I was going to ask you, like, is there like a trend in like, um, and like Pakistani dramas and things that you're trying to like get away from and you're like because yeah, what's the film cliches because we yeah. <laughs> or yeah. are there like Pakistani film cliches because like for, yeah. or what's ha what's considered like hack to talk about well I want to run far away from Pakistani dramas because we did mm -hmm. start off in a very good way our industry but right now it's kind of gravitating towards a high melodrama and kind of uh, incestuous love stories and people falling for, you know, like a man with two wives or the mother-in-law and the daughter-in-law fighting it. Over. So it's yeah. the lowest common denominator stories, yeah. which unfortunately wasn't the case when I started in the industry. So it's kind of become crass and it un wasn't unwatchable. The it wasn't the case. What, what when I started before? in the 90s, it was a far more experimental. I think the rut of ratings and cable channels hadn't come. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we only had two channels when I started. Um, so the people were more interested in uh, telling different kinds of stories. There were pe there were people who were novel writers or coming from you know very highly literate backgrounds who were writing these stories. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of um, it was intelligent storytelling at the same time accessible to the general public as well. Okay, so how did it drop? <laughs> it, it dropped with ratings. You know, ratings can kill. It's right. what uh, and also I think television became more accessible. Initially, it was a more elite medium. You know, not everyone could afford a TV set. Now it's kind of become very common everywhere. You can see stuff on your phone and laptop. So um, I would say, I think it's not just Pakistan. It's all, all over the world. I mean, you have trash TV and you have good TV. The problem is in our part of the world, uh, they, we need to focus more on the good TV a little more. I think we're mostly catering to whatever's selling. And sometimes whatever sells is not really, you know, worth watching, at least for me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Do you do both like series, you said, and, you know, do you like do short form and long form? Yes. So I've done a lot of short films, uh, TV films, TV series, feature films. I've, You've done it all. I've done it all, Everything. yeah. Everything. I've even done a documentary, which I don't usually do, but. 
Interesting. Yeah. That last, yeah. Is there some? Is there a particular type of? Um, I guess besides genre of psychological thrillers, but do you prefer? Do you have a preference of like mm-hmm. film versus you know uh, narrative I, series or? I think narrative series and films, and and especially things that don't go on and on. Also in Pakistan, we have a TV series that are 26, 30 episodes plus. So oh. that for me has become exhausting. I like telling yeah. stories in six episodes, eight, yeah. ten. Ideally feature films, but that industry has totally suffered, especially during the pandemic. So there's not too many investors back home who want to invest in cinema. Mm-hmm. So they, do they, I wonder if it's because they think it might be more safe to go with like the melodramatic 30 episode. Yeah. Like it feels similar to like what I'm hearing you say, like I grew up watching like Egyptian soap opera, Syrian mm-hmm. soap mm-hmm. opera, like everything's a soap opera or Turkish soap exactly. operas are dubbed, yes. especially around Ramadan, which is mm-hmm. uh Coming up, if you guys didn't know, uh, I don't know why I know. I don't even fast, but <laughs> just a few weeks away, just a few weeks away. But that's when those soap operas really like pop up. Is it the same in Pakistan? Do you it, have like it is? It yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The, we are the queen and the kings of soap operas. We have a lot of soap operas, uh, especially yeah. Ramzan. You have. Uh, we call it Ramzan. Yes. Oh, yeah. But, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah there we are do. Tons of shows catering towards that. Also, leading up to Eid and. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I've heard a lot about Hum Suffer. Is that mm-hmm. one of those um, series that has like a thousand episodes? I think it did about, I haven't seen it, but it's made yeah. by a friend of mine, 18 to 20, I think. At okay. Least. It's yeah. like it starts it. in the first Ramadan mm-hmm. ever and then it just keeps going yeah. every year. <laughs> I know. the. It's so funny. Yeah. Those things like never, never end. But Are, the, are the movies them. more popular in Pakistan or is it like the dramas? I feel like in, in Pakistan, people mostly go towards dramas. They are, yeah, because we don't have a vibrant film industry. We don't have as many theaters in the country. In fact, initially, there were like barely any. Yeah. Now, multiplexes have come up in the big cities, but they have suffered enormously in the last two years. So oh. it's pretty sad right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and film is expensive. You know, you pay, let's say, in rupees, um, the ticket is like 600 or yeah. 700 rupees, which is a lot for if a family of four or five go then you know with the mm. popcorn and all of that right so it's not it hasn't unfortunately become mass uh, the mass reach of cinema is not there anymore i see okay so not a lot of theaters um and then where do where do most of the thing i, I is um like all filming stuff happens in karachi mostly I th- it's a mix uh, between karachi lahore uh, up north we have a beautiful northern area hunza yeah. gilgit it's just stunning oh, so it's a lot so of beautiful. Fi- yeah so a lot of people there. go there. All right, I'm convinced. We're, we're, we're going. going. <laughs> you should. I yeah. would love to go to Pakistan. We've I was telling you because I was like, I have or, my, yeah. my family's in Islamabad, and I was like, just come there, and then we'll like go up north or something. And that's close to up north, yes. Yeah, exactly. That would be fun. You should. Yeah. And do a podcast from there. Yeah. Oh my Ooh. god, live from Pakistan. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go to the studio up north. Do you, yeah. Do you have a studio up north? Is there like any film stuff that happens in Hunza? Like, is that what you were saying? No, no, no. no, okay. no. But people go from Karachi, Lahore to film there. Oh god. So it. they take yeah, they take the crew and the actors and they go there. Okay. Yeah, that, that's a it's a developed area, but it's not uh, in in cinema and and TV. Mm-hmm. Is no. there is there intermingling between like um because I know India is like movies are everything is like thriving there too like do, do you kind of collaborate with like Indian directors and producers and things like that like is there I do so so my last uh, two web series have been for an Indian OTT platform called Z5 okay and the last one I did in October was for an Indian platform so they've been investing uh, mm. in Pakistani shows so give that's, us that money wow <laughs> I would have never thought that that's so yeah, cool yeah yeah it is it's, it's probably one of the only ones that is uh, and they've done about five, six shows. So 
I did my second. Uh, it's hopefully going to come out in the next two months. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. Did you feel like you had to write like um, different kinds of stories for them, or like did they want you to? You pitch to them. So my okay. my last one was uh, actually inspired from a TV film I did in 1996. It was about three women friends who are navigating, you know, the cosmopolitan urban life in Karachi. And who are going through their different struggles. So it's I like just adapted that. Sex in the that. City, yeah. Karachi. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. With no sex. Sorry, yeah, no, <laughs> no sex in the city. In the city. We, we, we don't that, have sex in Pakistan. This, yeah, exactly. All of us came here. <laughs> She's like, by immaculate conception. All of. But that that actually leads to my next question. I'm very curious about whether like you had any limitations in your creative freedom, or you had to be censored in what you created there, because like we get censored even here by yeah. our own people right. who like to. Talk shit. Like our people yeah. are the cr harshest critics mm -hmm. sometimes. So have you come up against that? But we're in New York. We can say whatever sh uh, the fuck we want. But <laughs> in, you know, in Pakistan, like mm -hmm. have you had to censor anything that you've done or been told like you have, you know? Well, I started my career with the, the first thing I did was censored. So that that's how I started. Because and that the reason for that was it was based on a short story by an Indian writer. And at that time, India, Pakistan were going through issues. But Google I, it, guys. It's that's yeah, an yeah. understatement. She's like, yeah. they've had the same issues. A little bit of, <laughs> little bit of tension. <laughs> <little> argument. Yeah. <laughs> but I've grown up in an uh, environment of censorship. I think that's very normal. Uh, and we've kind of tried to navigate around it. And I think it makes us more creative. Same as Iranian films are one of the best in the world. Mm -hmm. And they have a much harder, stricter censorship than Pakistan does. Really? Yeah. So, but we can. We are, there's some areas we cannot touch. It's like you know, maybe religion or military or sex, religion, and military. Any that's it. Military. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So three things. But apart from that, you can kind of say pretty much what you want if you are smart about it. So I've learned. All of us who've grown in that uh, time of censorship, we've learned how to tell stories smartly. Oh, that's so cool. I it mean, makes you more yeah. creative. It yeah. really does. Yeah, it does. When you impose restrictions and you have to find your way around it. How do you find your way around that stuff? Is it more like you, just, you try to be subtle about yes. what you talk about? You get subtle, you get double meaning, you try mm -hmm. metaphors, you try symbolism, you try other stuff. See, that's very <laughs> similar to comedy because I feel yeah. like there's certain things like we both, you know, you can make double entendres and you can make inferences mm -hmm. and like, but as long as you're not explicit in what you say and still leave a plausible deniability. Yes, then yes. That, and then sometimes that's more interesting. I it see. is. If I you say so everything, too. then it's yeah. like, wow. Well, if you spell it out, yeah, mm -hmm. it's not as interesting. So true. Yeah. I agree with that. But it makes me mad too, especially as women, Muslim, like, I don't know if you're Muslim, if you yes. grew up Muslim mm -hmm. or, you know, do, um, yes. what you identify. But in, in any case, that these restrictions are imposed upon us and we had no choice. And so... There's things that I don't talk about on stage, but I sometimes like, do I want to talk about them? Do I feel like, I feel like I can't. I feel like mm -hmm. I can't, yeah. that I haven't even explored whether I want to talk mm -hmm. about them mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. I've already been told that I can't. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. true because, yeah, for me, it's been like, I think, you know, even just talking about dating has been something I like never thought to talk about. And then now I'm like, wait, why shouldn't I? I'm like... Mm -hmm. 31 mm -hmm. am I that scared of my parents like they know who I'm talking to like they like it's like mm -hmm. it's actually chill but I've been taught not to talk about mm -hmm. my love life like any of those things and it's like now I'm like no 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 we're gonna we're gonna talk about it but then I do it in my way where I do still have my boundaries mm -hmm. you know what I mean mm -hmm. I totally so I yeah because we all uh we are raised with the feeling of of shame yeah or and, oh my and god that kind yes. of it's it's in our bloodstream now it's even ingrained. if you try to yes. uh, try to battle it mm -hmm. but there's something that's stopping you 
I, I totally get what the you guys mean. shame is real. Yeah. It's yeah. been yeah. so integrated and so uh, in our, and mm-hmm. we talk about this all the time, and I think we yeah. don't even realize how deeply rooted the shame is. Mm-hmm. That even when you think, like, I've been here 13 years, and I'm sort of, I was like, I'm going to live my life and all this stuff, but there's still a lot mm-hmm. of shame mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. even trying to mm-hmm. tell your story or mm-hmm. talk about yes. things and being honest. So, Well, this podcast yeah. is a great way to let it out. Yeah, because <laughs> my mom and dad all... don't know how to access a podcast, so we can say whatever the hell we want. So it's true, yeah. My dad's just figuring out Facebook, so we're <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, he's not making it to Apple Podcasts. Don't worry. It's <laughs> um, cool. So you, that's cool that you don't have also that. Uh, I guess you know your parents are already supportive because they they mm-hmm. kind of led you into this work in a, in a way but did you grow up like with any like sh- I guess restrictions from them or were they strict because I, I grew up a very like conservative Muslim mm. dad and it, it was in Alabama so it was like double oh, wow. kind of okay layered of of being conservative yeah you know I got lucky I think the my parents and I think uh, even my grandparents my uh, my mother's mother was an educationist. She went to Cambridge. She was one of the very few Muslim women at that time in the 20s and 30s to have gone oh, wow. to Cambridge. So I grew up in an open environment and I'm lucky. I'm you really are blessed. lucky. I'm really blessed and I'm probably a minority. Yeah. yeah. But uh, there was, yeah. <laughs> like, you lucky yeah. bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you are a minority. Oh, you're all creatives. Good okay. for you. Your parents respect you. What's that like? <laughs> Fine. Rub it in. Podcast is over. <laughs> we're, we're taking a five-minute break. <laughs> I have to say, though, I was one of the very few women directors at that time. So maybe that was, you know, kind of interesting mm-hmm. to grow up in that environment where it was all men in, in the crew, in the you know, in the field. Now there are many more, uh, you know, 26 years later. But at that time, it was kind of intimidating to be one of two, maybe. Wow. Oh, my God. That's comedy right there. That's (laughs) stand-up. I was like, oh, my God. Like, when I start... But I mean, in general, even like stand up is just like mostly guys. And yeah. then like whenever I'd go to open mics my first few years, it would be like a bunch of dudes. And then and you me. might be the only person. You, can, yeah. you might right. be the only woman. You might yeah. be the only person of color or woman of color. Or- Which is good because I think that it just makes you stronger as a comic. Because you get up there and you're like, now I got to make all these guys laugh. Yeah. And like, I, you know, it just makes you work harder. Yeah. It does make you work harder. But it also sucks that we always have to prove ourselves yeah. and work 150%. To match the eighty percent of the other true. people, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is true, mm-hmm. and that's pretty universal in any field, actually. It is it's unfortunate. It is, yeah, you're right. But with the creative field, there's even yes. more subjectivity yes. to it, and that yeah. makes it even harder. Unlike, you know, I'm sure, like the, you know, if you're a lawyer, it's a boys' club or whatever, or Wall Street, all that stuff. But then this is just adding that mm-hmm. level of mm-hmm. art and and that subjective lens makes it even harder. I think. No, that's true. I mean, I've gotten a lot of hate from men. From like Muslim men. Really? I, I posted one joke about how like it's. <laughs> Venus, I can't get joke, over it. We gotta talk. <laughs> I need to talk about it. Stop checking the, the comments. I'm, I'm going to stop reading the comments. There's like 700 comments. I'm like, it's okay. It's um. So I posted this bit where I'm like, it's been hard telling my conservative Muslim mom. I do stand up at bars where there's alcohol. She'd be like, where do you do your jokes? And I'd be like, in rooms. And she's like, what else? I'm like, well, there's guys on one side and women on the other. And then she's like, what else? I'm like, well, mom, there's a curtain in between. I don't even talk to the guys. And it's just this whole thing. I just keep doing it because that's just my inner monologue of how yeah. scared I am to yeah. tell my mom that I'm at bars every night. Like, <laughs> you know, and that's just, that was a very real feeling. And like really? when I first started stand up, you know, funny. It's a gr- it's one of my favorite jokes. And You're the not amount, offensive. It's not offensive. The amount of Muslim men that yeah. have 
responded to this and said things like, oh, you're a bad Muslim. You're making fun of religion. Like, you're probably what? like, this is the worst joke I've ever heard. Like, it's just been like extreme screw amounts them. of hate. I know. Screw that. I so, get that shit. I, all, yeah. yeah so well, I, was, I just don't read the comments. I know. Well, you know what? I just <laughs> I think turn, the, turn that section off. You know, you I can know. disable comments. Yeah. There's no point. <laughs> It's it's You're a toxic right. environment. A I mean, there's like I know, but you know? there's there's been a, t- a ton of love too. So like I have like some random Muslim guys will and like women will come into my DMs on Instagram like, hey, we love it. Ignore yeah. the haters, and I'm like, appreciate. I'm like, I appreciate you. And right. so it's been fine, but it was just interesting to see like who my haters are. I was like, I have never, I didn't know. I mean, you know that I mean, cyber the cyber world is full of haters. Yes, it is a whole full army. Of- yeah, massive army there. Yeah. Think, yeah. yeah, and I'm like, think of them as bots. They're not yeah. real. Yeah. yeah, because no one would say this to your face. Mm-hmm. They're True. not real. They're just like these mm-hmm. little like scary Losers. little. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. cells hiding behind their computer. It's like, well, you go living in their something. mom's basement. Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> just sit in there eating, bur- eating biryani and playing, <laughs> <laughs> watching. <laughs> eating their biryani to stop with my jokes. <laughs> Sabine will never date me. (laughs) That is my image of every Pakistani Muslim. She'll never date me. She's a bad comic. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it is. Speaking of dating. We're not dating. We yeah. um we have a segment called Fifty Shades of Brown, and this segment where we talk about uh, well, people write in our uh, dating questions, and uh, we get to answer them and and solve people's love lives oh, because God. clearly we're so good but, at it. Yes. Well, guys, we have to solve that. <laughs> we have to okay. solve we're it. We're gonna do it. Oh, okay. I'm so, <laughs> Sabine, do you remember? I know we're using our phones to film, but oh, do you yeah, remember the um someone wrote in from I did Instagram? Te- can you check your text? I sent you an image of it. It was something about <laughs> camera. Okay, <thing>. so. <laughs> Um, the dating question was, this one guy said, uh, he said he's very shy. Because of COVID, he's very shy. What was it? Oh, no, no. He said he said on dating apps, um, he doesn't know what uh, profile, what pictures to use for dating apps. Have you been on dating apps? No. I don't know. Okay. But you've seen them. You know mm-hmm. what they're about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. You've heard of apps, I, I, right? I've heard of, of apps. apps. And, and you date... And you the date. Apps? Okay. You date on the app. She's, not, she's smart. She's, she's, she's got okay. it. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. You, yeah. You like swipe right. You get like, you can like post like five or six pictures. Yeah. 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 What would you suggest for a guy? Like what kind of pictures would you want to see a guy have like, like a, a good profile for you? Definitely not open buttons with hair sticking out. Oh, so that eliminates all, all brown dude. Okay, Arab, Persian, <laughs> Pakistani. No, no, just button up. Sorry. Don't button show it. up. Button up. Hide the hair, guys. Hide it. No, yeah. What if it's unbuttoned and there's no hair? That's fine. <laughs> really? It's just a hair. Okay, I just think it's such a douche look it's to like be like you know, a the, plunging yeah. neckline. Yeah, plunging I don't need neckline. to see that from a guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, what about, here's my big thing. I, I can't stand when like a guy is wearing sunglasses in every picture. Yes, yes. Oh yeah, it's like, it's what are you annoying. hiding? Do you yeah. have a glass yes. eye? Yes. What's yes. going on? And maybe too too much gel in the hair is kind of a sleazy look also. Yeah, yeah. we're just describing our people. Uh, you're describing <laughs> yeah. every boyfriend. I've ever had every brown man at every the club. brown man I've dated uh, yeah in that case put someone else's photo yeah, yeah. honestly just someone else just catfish, catfish if you can't do a good job no, <laughs> it's funny that uh, people well we've both been on dating apps here, uh, throughout I guess so you've are, are you have you met somebody are you with somebody you're yes. single yes yes, yes. Single. just yes. doing it yeah yep. hell yeah yeah 
Love not this. married though, but with someone. Yeah. Oh, oh, with good. someone. Yeah. I was yeah. saying, I thought you were saying. Okay, cool. And you guys mm-hmm. met in person or? Yes, yes. Okay. I, I haven't used, I, the first time I used uh, an app was Match.com when I first arrived here in 2004. And through that, I made friends. Really? Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, that, yeah. Are you still friends? I, I, was, I made a friend with a guy off Hinge. Oh yeah, you Remember? did. Yeah. I'm a screenwriter. Met, now we're buddies. There oh, was a amazing. couple in yeah. the audience that met on Tinder and they were just friends. They were like, we're really? just got out here to make friends. I, I was love like, it. This is so, all the way from Match to Tinder. These are just friendship apps. I they mean, are. they're great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can do that on Bumble too. So I guess, okay. So just to answer this person's questions, hopefully, okay. I think mm-hmm. people are so specific about this. Like, do you like pictures with friends? Because if that should not be your first picture though. <laughs> if you have pictures with friends, then... That's fine, yeah. but that shouldn't be your profile picture because then I don't know who any of you are and I don't know mm-hmm. which one is you. Mm-hmm. And the first picture should just be like I'm a headshot, no, or mm-hmm. like just like you in the wild, like in the, yeah, in a forest, any in a, yeah. yeah, just in a tree, <laughs> <laughs> just swinging from a tree. We're really real Tarzan, Tarzan style. <laughs> no, but I is there anything that's like an ick or a turn off for you? Of oh, a turn off profile? is just like so honestly, it's just like when there's like too many people in your pictures and then I can't right. distinguish who you are right. and then it's just like every. Every picture is mm-hmm. you with so many friends. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm dating everyone. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, And like, I don't need a picture of you with a baby or a tiger or a <laughs> monument. Okay, that's cliche. Just well, stay away from then? the hack stuff. Yeah. Um, I just want like an honest smile. Like also like, mm-hmm. a smile with teeth can sometimes be good. Because, well, there should be a picture with teeth because we need to know what that situation is like. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We need to see everything. You can't have like no teeth, no right. eyes. Like yeah. you can't have sunglasses, a hat. Like you can't look like you're an undercover yeah. detective. Right. Uh, I like a family picture. I like when like a guy has pictures with his like parents or like siblings or something like that. I don't know. That makes mm-hmm. me I feel I think siblings are cool because it's like sweet. Yeah, it's like him and his sister. It's like you're sensitive. like, all right. Mm-hmm. You could also just hire and pose like for all these pictures. <laughs> <laughs> you could fake it. Fake yeah. your way through. Have there been any, have there been any dramas of like catfishing situations that you've worked on? Anything like that? I've done uh, my last web series was about these two people who uh, have uh, different avatars online and they fall oh. in love with the, the fake profiles. Oh, yeah. that's cool. It's about these two, uh, this middle class boy and girl. We're kind of almost neighbors. But they uh, yeah, adopt different personas of Whoa. people they admire and they think they're talking to each other. That's crazy. Yeah. So yeah. they're both catfishing. Yeah, they're both. Essentially. Exactly. But then they actually end then up they falling actually, in love. Uh, then, yes, they, they don't fall in love. They have to get married. They feel that their hearts have been broken and they end up marrying each other without knowing that I they were talking to each other. Whoa. Yeah. So, oh my God. So they like actually, do they figure it out once they're married? Eventually, yes. You should watch I it. Like, I want, yeah, I'm going to watch it. What that is it one. called? In Urdu? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. called Ek Juti Love Story. Ek Juti, um, a it, false love story. Yeah, oh. a false love story. Well, there you go. It's 18 episodes on Z5. We should Definitely watch it. Watch we'll have that. a. Well, is there a way for people in the States to watch like Green TV and all of these other like platforms? Or is well, it- uh, Z is available here. That's an app. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, you can totally subscribe to it and get it. Otherwise, Pakistani dramas are mostly, you know, online and YouTube. G- yeah. Geo has their own channel mm. online. Hum TV has its own. So it's easy. I think, And Greenville as well. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. Because most of my friends are like, how do I watch the thing that you're in? And I'm like, I'm not sure yet. Is it, <laughs> is it trans- translated? or is It'll it- be subtitled. Or yes. subtitled? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, I can't imagine also, like, I've worked on the sketch show with Isa, uh, who was a previous guest. And 
there was so much fucking work that goes into the production. I'm like, <laughs> how do you do this? Because for us yeah. to get on stage, you just yeah. go, you do your 10 minutes or 15, whatever, and you leave. And it's just you. You bring yourself and you leave. And I didn't realize how simple that is. That con- I mean, obviously <laughs> what you're doing up there is not necessarily simple, but just how like low like maintenance of like you just show up with yourself and like all the parts that you have to put together as a filmmaker like how do you like are there any parts of it that you're like I hate this part but I like this part of it mm. the the toughest part is dealing with uh, you know if you're trying to raise money that's like the most difficult part but collaborations yes. are always fun I mean this medium is all about collaborations first it's with the writer right. then it's with producers then it's with your DOP with the actors yeah so it's a it's a very enjoyable but exhausting process yes and it can go on for a long time. That's the thing. You know, for too, like yeah. of the last series I did, I started working on it maybe two years ago. And then it, after two years, it finally got filmed. And it's going to take another year plus to get it on, on the screen. Wow. Do you work with the same crews, like wherever you go? Because you've been doing this for so long. You probably yeah. know everyone. Well... Not really. I feel like you do. <laughs> well, everyone knows you. In Everyone's pa- like, you're working with Marion Jabbar. She's like famous. I'm like, I'm so excited. In Pakistan, yes, I do. I know everyone. Yeah. But here, no. Uh, I need to. I haven't worked as much here in the mm-hmm. in the local industry. I've worked for the South Asian market. So, but yeah, um, I don't work with the same crew. It's uh, it's I use that like I have my buddies, like my ads, the assistant director. Yeah. Those are people I really trust who are in Pakistan. These great women, actually, and I oh. always have a predominantly women crew that's, in that's amazing it's very important for me to have that same uh, here balance. yeah yeah the f- the, yeah. F- the project Isa and I work on together I feel like she should just be here now I know <laughs> <laughs> I was here. it's Face all Muslim in. women and we have we were trying to find an all Muslim we have a all female like post-production a lot like all female cast but it was hard to find a lot of we tried to get as many women for the crew but we'll have to talk to you about that especially yeah, if we're yeah, trying they, to get like they, Muslim women lot. yeah oh yeah. Muslim women yeah that after. as long at yeah. least women we'll start there yeah we'll start, start with women, women first <laughs> then, Muslim women never heard of them I guess because the project is about Muslim women that's ah, why specifically um, not because yeah mm-hmm. of any kind you of you should get uh, Noshin the other boy on She's a female cinematographer. Okay, yeah, yeah. or maybe Muslim. We'll have, have them on the okay. pod yeah, too. Yeah. We'll have she to... lives in New York, so oh, I'll connect so you. Great. Yeah. That's awesome. So what brought you to Brooklyn, like back in the day? Back in the day, 2004. I think I got tired. I'd been working for 10 years in Pakistan. I needed a change. Yeah. And I just arrived here as a tourist and now I'm a citizen. Love it. When I first came wow. here, I, I, I walked dogs. Oh my God, just like month. every comic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah. what every yeah. comedian artist that we know is like. A, <laughs> Everyone yeah. was a dog walker yeah. or is. Or a nanny. We oh, both nanny. nanny. <laughs> yeah. Really? Uh, I can't deal with kids, so. I can't deal oh, with yeah. dogs. <laughs> I will yeah. rather. You know, I told my friend, I was like, I'd rather like have a kid by accident. Like if I had, if someone had to drop a kid off or a dog, I would not know how to take care of the dog. I'd rather really? have a baby. That's I have so no idea funny. how to take care of a dog. Like I would freak me out. Maybe because I grew up with, in an in yeah. era Muslim household where you don't have You like, don't have pets. pets. Yes, I so, know. Mm-hmm. That's like, unfortunate. It is. I grew up without, I just had cats uh, for a brief period of time. But it, yeah, it's so unfortunate, this hatred of dogs. Oh my I God, don't understand it. It's, it's weird. I think it's like, it's totally made up where it's just like, if yeah. you have a dog, in the house, angels won't come. I know. I'm like, it's who said bullshit. that? What? It's bullshit. Yeah, that's no, the thing that I thought, okay, well, I thought it was because they're impure and you can mm-hmm. have it, but yeah, they have to be out of the house. But then a sheikh came out a few years ago and was like, actually, no, it's not impure anymore. 
It's not. It's just things yeah. that are made up know. and stories the, that are passed down. That mm-hmm. could be said for every part of religion. Yes. But, you know, like, yes. let me piss more people. Uh, yes. Hey, yeah. if you're pissed off, just comment and Sabine's TikTok. <laughs> yeah, thanks, guys. <laughs> any hatred you have, <laughs> Sabine Sadiq 4 is my TikTok. Please. Jump in. Uh, oh, yeah. How do they even find you? <laughs> well, there you go. You just announced it, so. <laughs> I have, like, 10,000 comments. I'm like, Sabine, you're the worst Muslim. <laughs> we <laughs> hate you. Oh, my God. Um, I'm trying to... Get the dating advice? Get, get, no, we, we've got... Um, the one we're, we might have... segment? Yeah. This okay. is the problem with not being able to use your phone. We have right. a very, like... Uh, little rigged system here mm-hmm. where we're using our cell phones. Don't tell them that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we the have, jig is up. We are very professional. <laughs> We've got an entire crew here, guys. We have okay. entire... We actually have Marine's film crew here yeah. from Pakistan. They flew here for the pod. Um, okay. I just have no internet, but I... Oh, that's cool. I want... <laughs> Nice. Um, how do you connect to the Wi-Fi? I feel well, I feel thrown, you guys. Marine, I have a question for you. Because um, I grew up kind of with a creative family, too. Like, where a lot of my cousins are artists. They're painters in Lahore. And, like, it's, it's all... I feel like creativity has been, like, a thing in our family. So it's easier for me, too. But my siblings are not creative at all. How is that for you? Are you, like, an only child? Or were your siblings also pushed into the arts? Or do they do totally different stuff? So I have one brother. He lives in Dubai. He's a lawyer. Okay, uh, totally different stuff. <laughs> totally different. But he loves, uh, he's written books. Oh. Um, so, yeah, he loves, I mean, he loves uh, television, but he never got into, he wants to be an actor and he always gripes with me that you never took me. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Have you ever tried putting him in one of your like web series he, or something? He was in my film uh, in a wedding scene where I put a shot of him with his son uh, and, oh. and one other shot of him clapping. That's it. Oh, that's great. Well, now we can't say anything. They're like, I did what I could for your yeah. acting career. What kind of books did he write? He's, uh, his last one is on business practices in UAE. But when he was young, he wrote a poetry book. And then he uh, wrote uh, fiction as well. Uh, when he was okay. 15, then when he was 18, then he gave it up. Wow. Yeah. So the genes are there, but he yeah went into law then. For sure. Well, that's cool. You can tap into that. You mm-hmm. just have awesome. one sibling? Yes. Okay, cool. Just two of us. And... I always ask this back to Dave. And I did connect to the Wi-Fi, so we are going to f- jump into the next Love thing. it. We'll Calm do down, listeners. We found... <laughs> we hear you. We're doing it. <laughs> they really need to hear the background. <laughs> um, I'm always... When you're talking about, like, seeing someone or the dating question, like, is there any expectation, since your parents are seem not as traditional in some ways, uh, is there an expectation of, like, being with a certain person, like Pakistani or a Muslim or anything like that? I think that ship has sailed. I'm... As I said, I'm 51. Oh my God! Yeah, she looks. She looks amazing. 25. Oh my God! She looks lo- younger you. than both of us. You look amazing. No, no, thank you so much. So I think they've kind of given up. They just want me to, you know, earn lots of money and be taken <laughs> yeah, care yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. Taken <laughs> care <laughs> of. Yeah, yeah. Be happy. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Lots of yeah, they want me well, to, to them, that lots is of money. For them, yeah. They say, okay, you're going to grow old. You want to live in New York. You want financially, to mm-hmm. financially secure. You know, they worry about that. Uh, that's it. They've been yeah. amazing, supportive. Yeah, I'm so sorry. There's no story here. No, Tell us the drama. Story. Can make no, that's great. That gives us hope. Yeah. Well, the older yeah. I get, like I'm in my 30s and, you know, my my parents keep trying to, or my mom really wants me to get married. And I feel like, you know, every year they might let go of some expectation, just like little by little. So I'm hoping like, you know, one, <laughs> one day. You just keep pushing them a little bit, a little bit, and then mm-hmm. eventually. I, I think you're right. I think that's the answer. But we're just... <laughs> 
elope or whatever, <laughs> or just lie, which is what I've done my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's a good method to, yeah, um, find love. So, Maureen, we have one last segment for you. It's mm-hmm. called Keeping Up with the Caucasians. <laughs> so this is a segment where we talk about things that white people do and whether we as people of color also do these things. So we have different categories to choose from. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will, you know, let Sabine or one of us pick something mm-hmm. out. So we've got food or beverage, pop culture, TV, activities, style and clothes, phrases or sayings, and miscellaneous. Is there anything in any of those categories that you'd want to pick? Um, I guess food and beverage. I don't know. Yeah, I have okay. To okay. Be smart about this. I don't know. I have to be funny, right? With no. my responses. Oh, okay. Be funny. <laughs> we're just, you guys do that. Okay. Yeah, Basically, we'll do it. If you're white, you fail. No, that's the game. We just want to see how white, how whitewashed you become. Um, yes. Sabina, is there anything that you want to? A specific thing. Uh, you know what? Yeah. Well, here's something I feel like I don't not, even do. Okay. From, um, from this. Yeah. Yeah. From this. Okay. Jello salads. <laughs> what the hell is that? Exactly. That's a okay, specifically that. white person oh. thing. I had that at somebody's uh, house, like white people. Um, obviously, it's it's <laughs> Jello with fruit in the middle. That's gross. And it's called a salad. Yeah. Oh God. No. It's like jiggly. Yeah. Oh, I've w- never had that. <laughs> it was green. It looked like it was. Oh, but we we do have. Well, we've done. I think a Pakistani dish is like where you take like uh, little bits of Jello in like a here like or something yes yes i've yes, had it that yes, way yes, yes where it's like right. um how, how do you say oh, here uh, it's like a rice not pudding is it uh, it's also f- not no. faluda, but it's just like a, a regular oh. here like um uh-huh. rice think, pudding and then you have bits of jello like bits of jello yeah i've had mm-hmm, that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's just so then it's it's very random where I t- taste the jello and I'm like, how did you guys know about I think this? We have jello-y things. Yeah, who, how, who told you who about told, gelatin? Who told the Pakistanis about this? I mean, especially <laughs> this is also a particularly sensitive thing with Muslims because you got to make sure that it doesn't have gelatin, which is oh, right. pork yeah, gelatin yeah, yeah. Oh, right. and blah yes. blah blah. Is it fish gelatin? <laughs> is it fish gelatin? Yeah, is it plant fruit gelatin? I'm like, I didn't know there were all these gelatins. Like, I didn't know. Yeah, exactly. So maybe that's why part of it is we didn't grow up with traditional jello jello. Um, but yeah. we definitely have stuff that's like, not like almost jello-y consistency, but it's not Like jello. tapioca? Like kind of, I'm just thinking, hmm. I don't know. But no, it's also amazing to me uh, that white people can call so many things salads that are not salads. Like <laughs> oh potato salad, yeah. jello salad. Like that's not a salad. That's not a salad. They just throw the word salad yeah. on anything. It's like what, hamburger salad. What no. egg salad? Egg, egg oh, salad, yeah, tuna salad. I hate mm. any of those things. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't like mayo. So it's like, mm. which is on here. Well, here's the thing that I noticed. Like, in, uh, like, is it like a th- in Pakistan or people, is is there a big salad culture there? <laughs> I don't think so. There is a kachumar um, culture. Not a salad? Yeah. What's kachumar? Have you heard of kachumar? I've heard that okay, word. But so kachumar is basically onion and, <laughs> salad is a culture. and tomatoes. It's a culture. <laughs> it's a culture. It's a, it's a vibe. <laughs> onion and yeah. tomatoes? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a salad it. and, and uh, cilantro that's so that's the no, salad. our salads are simple like yeah. Arab salad is tomatoes and cucumbers and a little bit of yeah, onions because yeah. we don't have we don't use lettuce we don't use yeah. like we're not throwing and in like, freaking walnuts <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I feel like Pakistan, they're, like, they're like there should they're like it's all about the meat and yeah, the rice, rice yeah. and they're like okay you want some salad okay here's an onion yeah, like yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. very like not here I'll chop up a vegetable yeah they angrily give it to you they're like you don't need this and I'm a vegetarian so are you so hard of the rare ones. <laughs> How do you eat in Pakistan? Like when you go back? Because my no, it's very easy. It's really, like sabzi. Yeah, you oh, cook sabzi so much. Dal, man, yeah. Okay, okra. There's a lot of good. Yeah, so cauliflower. Oh, there's so much. Yeah, potatoes, peas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So we we make good sabzi. It's just that not many people are vegetarians. In That's Pakistan. so true. I'm not. Yeah, oh, and I guess that. at anywhere in the Muslim world, not too many. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's we not a thing. Meat. Yeah, it's not a thing, yeah. guys. <laughs> Oops! I just turned to the camera. <laughs> I hate this video. Um, <laughs> so funny, guys! Subscribe to our Patreon if you want to see me be a dumbass, um, and then you can watch the full video. Otherwise, uh, you won't know. Um, mm-hmm. But Maureen, can you tell us about any like upcoming projects and anything that you want to share? How people can find you online and your work? Uh, they can Google me. Okay, Google Mahreen Jabbar. We will put all the stuff in the show notes so that Mm -hmm. they can follow you. Um, And follow her on Instagram. Follow her on Instagram. Official. Follow her in person. She lives in Brooklyn. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She would love that. She's all about making new friends. Okay. (laughs) Maybe she'll have to be an extra in something. You don't know. Follow her on Match.com. Follow her on Instagram. On every dating app. Button up. Okay. Button up. Yeah. And no gel. No (laughs) gel. What if there's gel on your chest Or just catfish her. Okay. Like she's more comfortable with that. Um, and you can follow Sorry. us at No Flyless Pod. Follow Canal Street Radio. Thank you so much for having us here and uh, letting us use your studio. Shout out to them, Canal Street Market. Um, follow me at Ethereum Yakub. And follow me at um, at Sabine Comedy. On Thank Instagram. you. Thank you, Maharaj, so Thank much you. for Thank being so here. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you.